Hey there, Infinite Energy family. This is Kay and Shy, and we are so excited to be coming at you today with a special edition of the Infinite Energy Podcast. You're going to want to stay tuned because we have an amazing guest today, Missy Ray, a musical performer who is going to be featured at this podcast sponsor title, TEDx Reno, also sponsored by PBS Reno. Make sure you stay tuned to hear all of the fun happenings coming very soon. We're sisters Kay and Shy, and we're the hosts of the Infinite Energy Podcast. We believe that everyone has the power to live a more energized, optimistic, and fulfilling life. In every episode, we share tips and techniques for harnessing your own power and creating the life you deserve. Get ready to ignite and discover the limitless power of Infinite, Infinite Energy. All right, friends, family, listeners, fellow travelers on the growth journey, we are so excited for today's episode because we are joined by the dynamic, the very energetic, wonderful Misty Ray. Misty Ray, it is so exciting to have you on today. Thank you so much, girls. I'm so honored to be here with you two. Well, welcome to the show and welcome to a TEDx performance happening in just a few weeks on February 4th at the National Automobile Museum. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling as the weeks wind down as one of the featured six speakers and presenters? This is a big deal, a big honor. The days are winding down. Are you getting nervous? I am totally nervous. (laughs) (laughs) I so revere the TEDx organization and the ideas that they put forth, the the level of um, thought that's put into every single one of these performances. It's so incredible for me to just watch it, let alone be able to perform and to share my music and to share just a little bit of my story. Well, we can't wait to watch you perform from the PBS watch party happening um, during the TEDx event. Shyla and I will be hosting the PBS watch party, so we'll get to see you via the screen Mm. and then come facilitate the panel afterwards to be there with you at the National Automobile Museum. And tickets are still on sale. So if you want to be live at the museum or at PBS Reno, you can still get in on it. So be sure to do that. Uh, But Misty, as you've been getting prepped for this and getting ready to deliver on arguably one of the world's biggest stages, uh, once. Mm-hmm. this hits onto the online space, what kind of message have you been working on to bring forward? Mm. Gosh, that's such a good question. You know, we all have a story, right? We all have um, something inside of us that causes us to feel energy. And for me, there's just this thought of the idea that there's no more gatekeepers for us to create our art. For us to go forth and do the things that we want to do, whatever it is, whatever those things are that we we really have that thing inside of us that we want to do. There's nothing stopping us anymore. It doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter what what place you are in your life. Money doesn't matter. It really is a time where, in my opinion, the gatekeepers are kind of coming down and we're able to kind of move forward and create and produce and put out onto platforms incredible art that didn't take massive amounts of money or someone else standing in between me doing it. 
Oh, this message of gatekeepers. I love that. It's just so beautiful. This idea that it's almost like down with the gatekeepers, right? That yes. personal revolution of just igniting and unleashing in a way that says, I'm going to create what's authentically for me. I think so many folks have a hard time even identifying getting past the permission that they can do what they want. But then what is it that they want? What has that process yes. been like for you to discover what it is that you want that gives you that infinite energy, if yes. you will? Especially, I think, as moms, and I know you two are mothers, but when we're parents and we're in those, those days where we're really kind of laying down our lives for these little people, it's really easy to get lost. And where I find my energy is completely drained is when I do get lost. And so it's kind of that coming back to me and, and whether it's a few minutes at the beginning of a day, a few minutes at the beginning of a month where I'm kind of setting my course, you know, I'm checking in with myself and, and seeing what's going on inside of me. What is the next thing for me? What is the next step for me? And it takes spending time with myself. Really, it's just spending a little bit of time with yourself, finding your own North Star and finding what gives you a little bit of life. What gives you energy? What multiplies energy when you're thinking about doing it? And then staying away from the things that kind of drain energy. And for me, being able to communicate on this TED Talk that whatever that little spark of desire that is in your heart I just want to fan it. I just want to say, yes, yes, let's get that fire going. So that's what I do with myself. Check in, ask myself, what do I really want? It could be 10 minutes alone, right? It could be performing, producing, releasing a song, which was my dream. After 50, let's see, 47 years as a professional singer, I did not have one recorded song that was my own. And I was starting to really feel like it was never going to happen. And I saw gatekeepers that kind of made it impossible for me. And so I've kind of gone around some gatekeepers and said, nope, I'm going to get a song released. I'm going to get a song on iTunes. And I did it. I did it. <laughs> I did it. Heck yes. That is something to celebrate right there. I love it. Thank you. You broke down those barriers. I did. You know, the gatekeepers put up the gates and you said, no, thank you. No, thank you. I've got you. my own key and I'm yeah, going to pick the lock. I can actually go around the gate. I've got my own key. I can key. dig a hole. Yeah. yeah. Woo, girls. All that's kinds good. of things that we can do with that, right? And mm. it's so beautiful to be in that space where you're able to then say, what is that North Star? And what kept coming forward for me was, you know, we think about the, the most beautiful uh, example for me of infinite energy in the world, which is the ocean, right? The mm. ocean, when the tide is yes. coming in, when the tide's coming in, the wave gets stronger when it comes onto the beach every time. But the wave has to pull out in order to gather more water to come back out onto the beach. And so these little reset moments, these points of you pulling back out, Beautiful. seems to me like you're it's that water, right? To gain that momentum, to come back out onto that beach even harder right. the next time. So and now that you're seeing the consistency mm -hmm. compound of that particular practice, um, mm -hmm. how is that working for you? Mm. That is really just a good little thing. It's those little practices, you know, the, the, it's the little everything days. It's, it's getting ready to get ready, you know, figuring out what that is that, that you want 
for you and then being ready to be ready to be ready to be ready to be ready. For me, it's staying in shape vocally, which I do every single day. It's staying in shape physically. I am the instrument. As a performer and as a singer, I am my instrument. And you don't see horn players taking their saxophone and throwing it in the backseat of their car. And so I'm very mindful and purposeful that I need to really take care of this temple and be the peak performer, the peak singer that I can possibly be for when the phone rings. Sometimes you don't know when your dream is going to manifest. You have no idea. You just know you have that little spark in your heart and you just need to get ready to be ready, to be ready, to be ready. You know, if you have this passion in you that you want to write a book or start a podcast, start getting ready. What are just the little things? Start listening to podcasts. Start reading books. Start journaling your notes. You know, just start in the direction of whatever your dream is. Just take that little teeny tiny baby step. That is such beautiful advice and that get ready to get ready to be prepared for when the opportunity knocks. Now, off camera, you were actually telling us about a time that opportunity knocked for you in the actual building that we are filming and recording in right now. Can you share about that moment of uh, knocking opportunity? What happened? Yes, I was I was joking with the girls that the last time I was in this room, I was auditioning for the voice and the voice, the national voice came to Reno to do auditions. And I had a lot of performer friends that were down at the um, convention center doing the big audition. And um, I'm just too tired to wait all day at the Reno convention center. I'm too old for that. But I got a phone call from their producers and they asked me to do a private audition with their producer team. And it was in this room and it was, this was at 54 years old. And I was terrified, terrified. And I just put on my, I really put on my pro hat. And I said, I'm a pro. I am a pro. And I'm going to get up and I'm going to do the work and I'm going to go into that audition. And I'm going to, I did Lizzo. You know, I really pushed myself musically and um, I made it through the audition, which was super, super exciting. And then went and did a, TV interview back there with the production company and then COVID hit. And so everything from that point on went, um, they were doing all the recordings at home, um, which was fine. But when that package went on down to Los Angeles, they didn't pick me, but just the fact, I mean, just the fact that I was in the, like I did it. You, you know, ready for it. I put on my <laughs> yeah. heels and I did it. And I, it really, I just proved something to myself that nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can audition for the voice when you're in your mid fifties. Just do it. Who cares? Live your dream. Live your dream. Love it. Well, we are going to hear a quick word from our sponsor, but when we get back, we want to ask a couple questions about how you create infinite energy when faced with huge moments and opportunities just like that. But first, let's hear from our sponsors.
This episode of the Infinite Energy Podcast is brought to you by PBS Reno and TEDx Reno. Um, talk about a dream come true. It is amazing to have these two sponsors for the Infinite Energy Podcast. We are so thrilled to be getting to do some special edition interviews with current TEDx speakers and TEDx alumni. If you are in the Northern Nevada area, please do your best to come to the TEDx event. You can either join it live at the National Automobile Museum or come to the watch party at PBS Reno that Kay and I are hosting. We are so excited for the upcoming event on February 4th. And maybe you're listening to the recording and that time has already passed. You can go watch those speeches on YouTube now. Make sure you get in on all things TEDx Reno at TEDxReno.org. Do you find yourself losing control of your scroll on social media? If you do, then you want to stay tuned to join the Simply Social Club with Kay and I. We've got an awesome challenge for you where you have the opportunity to detox from social media for 48 hours, seven days, 14, or even 31 days right along Shyla and I. So go to kandshy.com slash simply social and find out a little bit more. And hopefully you'll take a pledge alongside us. We'll see you in 2023. See you in the club. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions. Well, welcome back, everyone, to the Infinite Energy Podcast with Kay and Shai, and today with Misty Ray, a local performer, a bit of a regional celebrity, a longtime musical pro, and one of the featured performers and speakers at TEDx Reno coming up on February 4th at the National Automobile Museum. We're so delighted to be getting to interview you today, Misty, and hear a little bit about the big idea that you're bringing forward and the ways that you cultivate infinite energy, which, of course, is what this podcast is all about. So when you hear infinite energy and you think about fanning those internal flames, as you were talking about earlier, what comes to mind for you? Well, I always try to return to me. There's a beautiful Hebrew word called teshuva, and it means to return to me. When I'm involved in my art, when I'm involved with making dinner at home, I really really just try to be present there in that moment. That's probably the main thing that stimulates energy for me is being present, being here, being with you guys, thinking about being on the TEDx stage. I want to be there. I really, I long to connect, not so much impress, you know, and have, have moments of, of connection with my audience. And if I made a hundred albums or a hundred recordings, but had no personal connection with, with people, it wouldn't be enough for me. I think that art heals us. I think that music heals us. Even if, you know, you don't even consider yourself particularly musical when we're going through something that's hard, when we're going through a grieving, it's music that comes and heals us. And so I, I really believe that for mental health, for my mental health, there needs to be a song. There needs to be music, just music in my life. That gives me energy. Um, it continues to stimulate new pockets of energy for me. And also being honest when something isn't creating energy for me anymore. And can I kind of, you know, maybe float away from that? 
you know, it doesn't have to be a great big, huge cut, but this isn't bringing about the life. Maybe this relationship isn't bringing about that kind of life flame. It's, it's also paying attention to our bodies, right? And feeling, oh my gosh, collaborating with you two creates energy inside of me. That's something I want to lean into. And being in tune with my own gut intuition really brings me a lot of energy. You laid out four excellent energy bringing points there. I think that the first one of being present in the moment is so beautiful and so easy for many of Mm -hmm. us when things are going good. When it's easy, like the present moment, man, it's the stuff like you want that, like, right. When it, when things are good, like we want, we want the present moment, right. Yes. But how about when you're on the treadmill? Mm. How about when the kid is complaining to you, right? How about when the finances mm. aren't looking great you want to escape from the present moment? And that, that part I know for us has, has often been a struggle as it is for most human beings who are right. alive. So as you've worked to create this level of presence in your life, when you're faced with maybe those more difficult moments or moments of increased anxiety, like mm-hmm. being in a room at an audition at 54 years old and being mm-hmm. asked to come in without going through the convention center bit, how do you how do you tackle that? That's a really good question. I really think it's a practice that we get better at. In I've been married for almost 40 years. It's amazing. <laughs> Humongous accomplishment. And I still I still really like my husband. I still really like him. And it's been a choice, it's been a practice. It's been it's been, it's been a muscle that I've developed of just being present for the good and the bad. You know, the times when your kids are just absolutely driving you crazy or you just have to do one more load of laundry. You know, you're digging a hole and everybody's just filling the hole back up. But if you can find the beauty in the ordinary... And be patient with yourself in those moments of stress, in the moments of going on the big stage, to to know that you have that practice of being present in your tool belt, right? Mm -hmm. It's just in your little tool belt. And so you go into the situation where the kids are driving you crazy or you're road raging, and you can anchor back into something that you've already anchored into, right? Mm -hmm. I I can walk into a place like this with the voice cameras on me and say, okay, I got me. I got me. I'm prepared. I've done the work. You have to be prepared. You have to do the work. You have to do the little things that add up to the big things. It really is a day-to-day practice. And I'm hitting notes. Now I'm 57. I'm hitting notes at 57. I couldn't do it 27 because I just continue to do the little baby work. So it's the little baby work vocally. It's the little baby work of your own meditation, your own five minutes of you time. Mm -hmm. It's just you alone. And it gives you kind of the ability to go back out into the war and, and fight the battle that of all that stress that's coming against you in the hard times, because you've done it in your own quiet times. You are your own best friend. You know, you've developed that muscle. That is so beautiful and so well said. 
Thank you. It's it, it almost feels counterintuitive to say in order to go out and battle the gatekeepers, go sit quietly and take care of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but it could. Girl, but it's it's right on, isn't it? That's it. Mm-hmm. That's the only way to do it because everything else is kind of a false building that you've built. You want everyone else to approve you. You want everyone else to give their thumbs up for the things that you're doing. My five year old granddaughter, when she started kindergarten, just two years ago, she, it was, we were having a little afternoon snack and I asked her, I said, Ava, tell me me, who is your best friend? And she looked at me and she kind of thought about it. And she said, Mimi, I'm my best friend. And that just resonated with me. I got my back. I know what my North star is. I know what I'm supposed to be doing in this world. And if I don't in that moment, I kind of pull back like the wave right? There's seasons. There's seasons where we're creating and we're, we've got output going, but there's seasons that we're reading the book. We're having the bath. We're pulling back in and, and saying, oh, how are you doing? <laughs> how are you doing, girl? Let me check in with you. And if you can do that daily, I think you can, you can really be a fierce advocate for yourself. I think sometimes the struggle comes with that personal permission for the retreat in the moment, in the day, in the hour, in the minute. That's it. When the to-do list is 50 things long and you know that the little five minutes of self-reflection would help you, but it's hard to be present in those moments when it's when you're being stretched. Right. And so when it comes down to that, taking the action, like other, other than building the muscle, like how do you force yourself to do it? Man, that's, that was something I struggled with for most of the years that my kids were at home. And when they did finally leave and I entered into empty nest, girl, I didn't even know what my favorite color was. (laughs) You know, things were just spinning. I didn't know. I was waiting for them to call. I was just waiting for a phone call to give my life purpose. And I said, girlfriend, you are going to have a real serious hard time here if you don't learn how to take care of yourself. It was really hard. And I wish I would have fought for it when my kids were a little bit younger, but I didn't know, you know, you know better, you do better. I now know that if I am not taking care of myself, I have nothing to give to my children, even at the ages they are now and outside of my house. I have to carve in a date night with my partner. I have to carve in a bath. I have to. It's the only way I have something to give. And so I think it, I think it's really been from lessons hard learned that um, I could have done it better if I would have taken a little more time for me. But I'm doing it now. It's never too late. Hey, you're setting the example. And I think that's the most powerful message any of us can deliver is, is how we spend our time and how we demonstrate that for others. And when we come back after this uh, next word from our sponsor for our final segment, we want to hear a little bit more about those birdies that flew away from the nest because word on the street is one of them might even be on that red circle with you on the TEDx stage. So stay tuned for the Infinite Energy Podcast final segment with our special guest, Missy Ray.
It is so fun to have this episode sponsored by PBS Reno and TEDx Reno. We are so excited to be the co-hosts of the TEDx Reno watch party happening at PBS Reno. And if you are here in the Northern Nevada area on February 4th, the TEDx event is going down at the National Automobile Museum, or you can check that watch party and live stream it with Shyla and I. Either way, we hope you'll attend. You can find out more by visiting TEDxReno.org, and we hope to see you there. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore our complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Productions. Well, Misty, we certainly feel like your family at this point. So, hey, sis. Hey, sis. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about your family because you're being joined, as Shia alluded, uh, on the TEDx stage by one of your sons. Yes, my middle son is actually performing with me on this. And I've actually performed with all of my boys. They're all, they all are professional musicians. They also have other jobs, but they also are um real incredible creatives. My oldest son, Kyle Ray, has a, an incredible orchestra, the Kyle Ray Orchestra. And my two younger sons have a band called Rainbow Ranger that is putting out some of the most inclusive, exciting, um, incredible harmony music that you've heard. They have an incredible band. So I've been able to work with my older son doing a lot of um, standards standards and that kind of stuff but this time i'll be with my son cody ray who as i talked about finally getting that one song recorded mixed produced, and put out he was the producer that produced that song and the thing that i'm seeing with this next generation of artists there's no more gatekeepers and they are creating the most incredible music you've ever heard in their living rooms, on their laptops, producing, writing, creating. He has five albums, probably 35 songs that he's put out, and he's 32. Songs that he's written, recorded, produced, and put out, and are just having incredible um, ripples out there in the universe. Well, the way that I came up, was a big recording studio, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, huge bands that you have to hire, huge musicians. There were gatekeepers stopping you at every area that you went. So I was like, forget that. I don't need albums. I'm raising kids, right? And he said, no, 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 mom, it doesn't work that way anymore. You can actually create, produce, get your music out there for very, very, very little amounts of money. And that's what he's doing. He's a phenomenal songwriter. He actually helped me write my song, helped with the different parts of it, um, kind of as it, as it went going. And he actually helped me put it together, get the, get the format out, get all of the stuff done, all that computer stuff. Just did it for me and does it in no time. So he'll actually be performing for me, playing. He's an incredible singer. I'll perform the song that I wrote and recorded, and then he'll be doing a couple of songs from Rainbow Ranger that are out on all the platforms now. So it's 
exciting to be able to work with him. It's hard to get on his books. <laughs> so, so this son's name is Cody, right? His name is Cody. So Misty and Cody Ray are bringing forward a set that is a blend of the Rainbow Rangers and of your original work. Yes. That's yes. very exciting. I'll be doing one of my songs. He'll be doing some of Rainbow Rangers. All original material. TEDx, one of the things that it is is known for is all of the performers. It's all original music. Mm -hmm. And so what an exciting opportunity to be able to share this original music that came from my journals that I never, I just never thought I would be able to um, have my song on iTunes and it's happened. So it's just knowing, I, I just think that this next generation has so much gifting and talent inside of it and they can help lead us old people in the right way. So actually have kids and then get them to do your labor. <laughs> <laughs> Pro tip, free kid tip. labor. Yes. As kids who were free labor for yes. <laughs> parent business, we feel that. Uh, but I, I want to ask a question. This is a might feel a little bit left field, but there is a lot of conversation right now around the idea of manifestation. But in our realm recently, people have saying, I'm tired of manifesting. I want to actualize. And and what it sounds like to me is that there's a lot of actualization happening in your life right now, right? You've got this song that's out, right? You've actualized the dream of putting your music out there. You're actualizing a dream of in the slog of parenting, when you're in the bottomless hole of laundry, you imagine someday it's going to be good enough and we're going to perform together and I just know it's going to be okay. So like, how does actualization feel? Mm, gosh, it really feels juicy. And also... I also want to say, I sometimes think that actualization, it just feels like the next right step. Mm. It's not kind of a big boom. Oh, I'm on the TEDx stage. Oh, I'm on the governor's stage. Oh, I'm recording an album with Whitesnake. It's not that. It's, oh, this is the next right step for me. So it's being ready to be ready, you know, being prepared, keeping the vocal chops up, keeping in good shape physically, knowing that I, I can get up there and perform with the best of them. But doing just kind of like, oh, this thing comes up next. Well, boy, that was a dream of mine. Yes, yes. And I actually try to write those things down. And they change. Like I was just reading some of the things that I wrote down that were my goals from two years ago. And I'm like, you know what? I don't necessarily want to do that anymore. And that's okay. But I write it down. I write it down. And I also will put mantras just around my computer of you're a pro, you know, today you're going to do your vocal exercises, walk around the block for 45 minutes, lift your weights, and you're going to eat right. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I did. I did my, I did my things today on top of, you know, running a house. Mm-hmm. But still, I matter, right? I matter, and I am me first, then you first. Me first, then you first. That's what actualization feels like. I'm taking care of myself. It's beautiful. And taking those next right steps. Just the next right steps. Sometimes it feels real simple. Like, oh, this manifestation, it's just the right next thing for me. And it gives me energy, right? Mm -hmm. I feel energy good energy about it. It doesn't drain the life out of me. And you kind of know, and it helps you kind of weed out the things that are just draining, draining you, draining your energy. Well, speaking of energy, lots of us, when it's time to get an energy shift, 
<laughs> have to figure out something, some way to snap ourselves out of it or snap ourselves into it or find a way to maybe force an energy boost or deacceleration. What are some of those tips mm-hmm. that you've learned in terms of controlling your energy flow? I have to work out. Mm-hmm. I have to exercise. Expending that energy gives me energy. I have to eat in a way that's nourishing to my body. I have to put things in front. If I'm on, you guys, I think that social media can be the biggest waste of our time, of our one beautiful life. And I can sit there for five hours looking at cute babies. It's just being mindful of my own time. And that drains energy for me. And if I'm up against something where I really need to just get on the other side of it, I can't find any kind of excitement or energy around it, I will usually try to get outside. Get outside, get the sunshine on my face and move my body, some movement. That's what kind of cracks the energy up inside of my soul. And sometimes it can be as simple as reading a new book that I'm excited about that kind of stimulates the next thing that I'm interested in. And staying curious. Staying curious about things that are interesting to me just to me and giving myself permission to lean into that. Say, Oh, you know, I kind of think bird watching is cool. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, whatever that thing is to stay curious. I, it makes me sad. I see a lot of people aging coming into their fifties, coming into their sixties and there's no more curiosity about things. They know everything, you know, they kind of get grumpier and a little more brittle And my philosophy is as I move into aging and as I move in, I want to stay curious. I want to stay juicy. I want to stay limber. I want to stay open to whatever's next, to whatever that next manifestation that it feels like a miracle, but it's just kind of the next right thing for your life. That's beautiful. For those of you who are getting the privilege of watching this on video, I hope you're seeing that Misty is actually literally with her hands demonstrating what she does. She releases, she lets go. She takes what is rigid. And she, she said, I use energy. I use my movement in the morning to break up what's brittle and let it move. And if we think about the infinite energy at the symbol of infinite energy, which is that flowing back and forth eight, there's literally nothing rigid about that. Right. And nothing rigid could make it through that forever and ever and ever and ever. And so this, this intense, process of presently choosing to let go and 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 just do the next right thing. Mm. It's amazing to, to see it compounded into somebody so beautifully energetic Mm. like you, because when you're on the path, sometimes it feels like, well, is it, is it really going to manifest in me like great and cool and centered and Misty Ray, you're giving me hope. Mm. Thank you. Giving me hope. Thank you. And finding the beauty in the extraordinary in the ordinary will absolutely change your life. And whatever season of life you're in, whether it's changing those baby's diapers right now, just knowing that this is a season, this is a moment, and it's going to pass. These Even these big manifestations that we're looking forward to, they're moments, right? So what's the next thing that's moving us forward? Our life is moved forward through desire. Our desire is good, especially as moms and as women. And sometimes we don't think our desires really matter. That's not true. Our life is moved forward through our desire. That's what gives us energy, infinite energy. And everything you need is within you to accomplish your dreams. You have it all within you. 
You just have to spend time with yourself. Well, we hope you all are as feeling as energized as we are. That was incredible. Truly electric and energizing for sure, Misty Ray. Thank you. Before Mm. we sign off, do you have a final, um, maybe a preview hint of the song that you're bringing forward? A note, a lyric, a line? Is there any preview you want to share with us before we say goodbye today? Oh, gosh. Well... You girls are really bad. <laughs> oh, say, I'll sing a little verse. I'll sing one oh, little okay, verse. Okay, okay. Is that what you want? Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. It really is. Thanks, Dad. Now I'm afraid to breathe again. Feel the darkness closing in again. Time stands still and hope comes in every time I look within. And in the morning quiet, when the day is new and still, I stand in wonder at all the ways that life's revealed. And love like I've never known Crash deep into my soul And that's about spending time with yourself. Yes! Oh my goodness! Wow, I am awash with energy right now, Misty. Thank you for sharing in your gift. Girls, thank you. With us. That was beautiful. Thank you, girls. You're amazing. Head to toe. That was amazing. If you want to hear the rest of the song and feel this energy, be in person live with us at the National Automobile Museum on February 4th or in the watch party live at PBS Reno. We hope to see you there either way. Misty, thank you so much. You fill us with infinite energy here today. Thank you, ladies. This podcast was a production of Angel Phoenix Productions. Explore more episodes of this show or other great shows on the Angel Phoenix Podcast Network by visiting angelphoenix.com. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of Angel Phoenix Productions or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.